We've got a Reese back. Oh, I had to come back. Morgan's dad's missing me, clearly. He hath returned. Oh, yeah, I forgot we talked about that. Here is a... Do you want to give him a shout-out? What's his name again? Shay. Ah, big shout-out, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the only one he doesn't listen to. Yeah, probably. Uh, Morgan, Morgan, my housemate, is uh, his favourite character is Reese. Character? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Morgan's moved back home, so he said it's just really weird hearing all our voices just echoing around his house. Out of various Alexas and such. Various Alexas. Various Alexas and such. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Keeping It Real podcast. I've forgotten my intro. <laughs> what else do I normally say? It's me, James. Join, join again by Jack and Calvin. And we've brought back a Reese. What's happening? He's back from fighting <laughs> aliens. And he's back on the podcast. Hopefully to stay. You're not going to get drafted from... again anytime soon, are you, Reese? No, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> Done my time. That's good to know. That's good to know. All right. So we've taken a little, we've taken a little break, sorting, sorting out our scheduling, even though we've just started recording again on the same day. But um, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, so we're going to do a little movie catch-up of all the things we've missed over the past month and then an in-depth discussion on the premiere episode of Loki. So let's start off Army of the Dead because we were going to do that about three weeks ago and I've completely forgotten the majority of the film. But I feel like, Reese, start, start us off with Army of the Dead. Brilliant. Loved it. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, what? I've, that's I've, missed, I've missed Listen, him. If anyone... If anyone... Watch the Justice League review. They know I had some beef with Zack Snyder. So he redeemed himself. Now me and Zack Snyder are cool. <laughs> he's all right, you know. He's I, he's all right, that guy. He's all right, isn't it? Like this is a film that was like tw- I saw it was how long was it? Two hours. It's like two, two hours, two and a half. Yeah, but that was when I was like, if this was four hours, no worries. <laughs> really? Give me four hours of this because it was just oh. good zombie killing fun. And if it was four hours, I would have melted. Oh, I loved it. But I like zombie films. I'll watch any zombie films where they're good on a. I will yeah. say this: it didn't. It you know, it was long. I don't think it felt two and a half. I think it was no, quite, a, it did, quite no. a breezy two and a half hours. And um, I, yeah, I I enjoyed it for what it was. It was trying to do something different with the zombie um, the zombie genre. Um, I wish it was more of a heist because that's what the whole conceit was and yeah very very thin on that it was on that level it was was in no way a heist genuinely they just get to the they just just get get there and then i thought they were gonna spend a bit of time opening it yeah you know i thought they were gonna have to do the whole oceans 12 they're gonna have to get julia roberts involved somehow playing herself and they give us a cool time loop thing and then don't mention it ever again yeah, I mean, I I guess that's going to get brought up. Yeah, yes, they're talking about bodies that, in the, the dead bodies. And they talk yeah. about they caught an endless time loop of trying and failing. Jack has day. Jack doesn't remember this movie at all. Who's <laughs> stuck in a time loop? The characters. Damn, do you not do yeah, you remember yeah. that? What's his name talks about it. He's talking um, to the German guy. Vanderho. Vanderho and the German guy talking about it because they see some dead bodies and he's like, "That could be us." And, another, and another, it was what they were yeah, wearing, wasn't it? No, I thought he was just a maniac. No, I, I thought they were, I thought he was just I thought he was just written that way to try and give his character some sort of like of his own personality. 
I generally thought that was the case. I thought like Zack Snyder was trying to have this like quirky. No, because apparently, and that was read, his, his if you read his like degree that he shows in the fir- in like the first sequence, he does have like a degree in um, philosophy. So that's a degree being, in like, time loop. That's like yeah, but, yeah. being philosophical. Yeah, but Zack Snyder is still written in that way to try and be more interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. because yeah, because he also he also has a big soul that never yeah, gets the, in the, any movies. Pointless. <laughs> It's got a big sword. Don't forget about that. <laughs> Use it to cut through a wall, and that's it. I I suspect this time that whole time loop shit will be, uh, you know, because I imagine this did really well for Netflix, so it, there will be a sequel. They've already done a anime series, and they do it. They've done a German prequel movie, so we're gonna get a lot more. And there's there was shit like robot zombies, and there's gonna be aliens involved that you know originated the zombies and stuff like that. So it's gonna be a whole. A whole fucking thing, but um, yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought it was fine. As um, it's not one of Snyder's best movies. Um, wasn't uh, as good as Dawn of the Dead. Probably just put it a bit under that, but yeah, it was, it was very enjoyable. Uh, now and again, you just need a bit of mindless, mindless zombie gore, and I thought it was pretty fun. Yeah, I feel like I enjoyed it more at the time. Now I've had three weeks to fester on it. I. Uh... Didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I did. No? No, because it, it was just fucking nonsense, wasn't it? Absolutely. It was, yeah, but I mean, there was respect? Like, the whole premise of like a zombie heist was like, oh, that sounds fucking cool. And they don't heist. They didn't there's take no, advantage of the, the heist no, genre. There's no actual typical heist obstacles. They just have to get from A to B and open a yeah. safe. And the man, he, he opens the safe with little to no difficulty. <laughs> there was no, there was no one, you know, fucking backflipping over laser beams, trying not to trip them or anything. There was no, you know, any of that typical heist stuff, which is great. And I thought a lot of the characters were unmemorable. I couldn't name half the people in that film. Oh, can we bring up the Tignataro stuff? So right, Tignataro I'm plays say, the... Um... I made note of this. I couldn't see Crystalia playing that character. I could easily, yeah. Uh, yeah, easy. I could. Just I was, annoying. Yeah. I don't know. I couldn't see it. Like, yeah, that character, they were really annoying. But right, and it was yeah, just I like thought... it was just like just everything they said was like quip, quip. And it's like, oh, come on. It seemed like... like the reshoots of her being, you know, composited in was so obvious and distracting. Yeah, they were but super also, janky. All of her dialogue, because she didn't act with any of the other actors, it was she was on a different. It was a different energy. And it wasn't, it really wasn't flowing yeah, back and forth. It was really stunted. And yeah. And it was, there was too much of it. And I'm like, oh, you yeah, would get there it. There were a few bits that I was watching it. Yeah. And I was like, that's a bit. So a bit got me. I watched it twice on the second time as well. You know, at the start when um, Chambers gets. You, I have you no know, idea which you, you, you can't, can't use the character. Yeah. <laughs> My other friend described her as female Rambo. Oh you know, yeah, so the, yeah, the thing around yeah. the red, the bandana around the red. The one that gets like surrounded by about four zombies, and her friend is like, "I don't know what I can do about that." Yeah. And I'm holding but a you know, gun. You know really annoys me that bit, right? She has time to shout at him, saying, "Go, get out of here!" But she doesn't think for two seconds. And be like, "That bloke locked me in a room with all those zombies. He's dodgy." <laughs> he doesn't <laughs> it, say a word. It really didn't seem like that hard of a scenario for her to get yeah. out of either. Yeah, like it was just that bit was a bit man. And then also when they're in the casino bit. And Batista's going at them. He's like peppering them all with an assault rifle. 
and they're just like dipping and dodging every bullet. Yeah. Then with his daughter, who's got no military experience, headshot like, every goes, single time. But yeah, it's Ed just pinging them on, no problem. She got raised right. Um, right. So we well, we want to speed through these reviews, don't we? So shall we break Army of the Dead? Didn't even get to say anything about it. Did you not, Calvin? Go quick. <laughs> Brief thoughts and a rating. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fine. I think Zack Snyder is more of an ideas man than he is an actual good filmmaker. I I, I knew he was own DP on this. Uh, a lot of it, he seemed like he didn't have a focus color because everything seems about focus. It, well, they were um, using a, like a it was called like yeah. a dream lens or something that yeah. you usually use for commercials, and it yeah it was. I think much. I think like I like the ideas of other like, zombies being like more intelligent and stuff. And but I felt felt like if you're gonna go for these big zany ideas like robots and aliens, lean into it more. Yeah. Don't yeah, lean into it more. Don't just put some robots in the background and hope people see them. Then in an interview, <laughs> say that's part of the law. That's not yeah. how you build law in like any films or anything. Like I, I don't know. I just I just think feels like doing it that way is really bad. I feel like with that kind of stuff, he was just gambling on that, gambling on there being a sequel. So yeah, but it doesn't it more, feel but... it doesn't feel like it feels like you're watching a pro. You are watching a product yeah. being made, but it feels that way, and I, I that's the way I feel about like literally all of his films. And I and I feel he's so I feel he's terrible at writing characters. I think he thinks he's like this really philosophical guy who's got something to say about characters. When the stuff he really excels at is the action, which recently he's been trying to like dial down a bit more on that and do a bit more character work, which I just think he's generally bad at. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see both sides of the argument. Like, I love Justice League, but, you know, this wasn't, this wasn't that. Yeah. Um, so what, do you, what are you going to rate this? Um, um, I think I'll give it, you know, I'll give it, I'll give it two and a half stars. Nice. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go with a three. I thought it was it, it was decent. It was fun. It was too long, and there was yeah weird weird little setups that had no payoff. So um, yeah, three stars. Reese, I give it a four. Like I said I enjoyed it. Fun. It was fun. I enjoyed. It, it was just something that I could stick on. Twice, apparently. Yeah, twice. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, I stuck in I a think, time I loop. A, I think it's a bit. I think it's a bit biased because I do love more zombie films and I will watch most of them even if they're kind of bad Fair. so yeah four Jack uh, I'll go with two uh, because I, I, I thought, I'm now thinking it's super unmemorable <laughs> and any film any film that could have had a scene where like a zombie king is riding a zombie tiger and doesn't do that doesn't deserve two and a half <laughs> Like that was a waste. That, Fair like, enough. That that would have just been fucking like fucking cool. I'm like I can't believe no one on set was like, should we, should we do this? Should we put him on that. Should we? Yeah, like like putting a puzzle together, and then like <laughs> I, I can imagine like bringing that up to Zach and just him just being like, oh fuck. Like because <laughs> someone must. He thought of robots yeah. and aliens, but not putting that yeah, dude but he on couldn't that put tiger. That king on that only tiger that they had. Um, tiger king. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so two out of five. Uh, right, next, got Quiet Place 2. Uh, no spoilers, because Reese still hasn't seen this. Uh, so, Jack, go. Um, yeah, I loved it. I thought... I'm not really a horror-type person, as you know. 
um, do my best to avoid them as much as possible. But I feel like these aren't really the more th- I find them more like sci-fi. Thrillers. Yeah, sci-fi. It's, it's, thriller. Yeah, it's like a sci- a mix of sci-fi, horror, and thriller. It's not really yeah. any. And it, it depends really if you find alien, yeah. scary, really. Which, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't. Um, I just love. I know it's a called a quiet place, but I just love the use of sound throughout the movie. Like whenever it's incredible. Yeah. When I can't, I don't know the actress's name, but the the girl who plays the deaf girl. Yeah. Anytime it's focused on her, and everything's like so muffled, and like it's saying they've done a really good. I think John Krasinski's done a really good job of helping you experience what she's experiencing in that time. Yeah. And I thought killing off John Krasinski in the first one I was like, how are they going to like do this now? Is it going to feel empty without him? But like they did such a good job with putting Killian Murphy in this. He is yeah, just a comp- so I thought good. it was just going to be like a replacement, John Krasinski, but he's a whole different, he's, yeah, he's, you know, a he's whole, his whole other yeah. character, and he's gone through through so much in this apocalypse, and he he was really interesting in the you know the yeah. journey he goes on. Yeah, I thought he was great, and then <laughs> this isn't even a real genuine criticism. My only criticism is I thought again, no spoilers. I thought that I mean, Hansu. One, yeah, I thought Jamal <laughs> Hansu was going to be a main character. That's how it was like in the trailer where like they open the door and it's Killian Murphy and Jamal Hansu. Yeah. I was like, yes, the fucking boys, the two big bitches. Here we go. Nope. And he's in it for yeah, five, five. I'd say five minutes max. Yeah. He must have been so lost when but he was promoting this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's been on the press tour for this film and he just he must be so lost. He must be bored. <laughs> what's it like? What's it like We're not even seeing the movie. Yeah, he probably has no no context to what his bit means to anything in the movie. No, uh, Calvin. Uh, yeah, I thought this was great. First, that's probably the first film on here that we I thought one. was really great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it held up. I haven't seen the first one since it came out, but after watching this one, I felt like it might even surpass the first one. Just mm-hmm. how it handles. Uh, it's narrative and the pace. Like yeah. this is this isn't a spoiler, Reese, but I really liked how they have these three three separate simultaneous stories. I thought like that was a really interesting way to explore something that's still relatively quite small because it's still sort of set in the same area. Like they haven't gone like they haven't. I'm glad they haven't been tempted by going like on a worldwide scale now with mm. what they're trying to show. It's still very much like a family's experience and how they've lost touch with the rest of the world. And I, I just, yeah, I just think he, they really did an excellent job and trying to, you know, managing to not get bought in by these ideas of really expanding the world too much. They do expand yeah. the world, but it's not, yeah, but they it feels it, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The way they do it. Um, yeah. I thought that I thought this easily surpassed the first one for me and I was a big fan of that, but it's, and it was just how Krasinski's just like fine tuning his um, his directing, and he's just yeah. you know taking what he learned from the first and just evolving it and making it better. And that first scene of the day oh, one that, was, that is incredible. Yeah, yeah I, usually I don't like to see that sort of stuff, but that was a well executed very, scene. Very usually, usually, it was the whole confusion they, and yeah. chaos of it that really just yeah. played into the nothing, fear. Yeah, and like individual sounds are like heightened. 
Because yeah, think, so when he's in the shop like, and he's like, he rips a bag and it's so loud yeah. that you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, because you know, you like, you know that something's going to happen. Yeah, obviously it's day one. You just don't know when. And I think they do such a good job of keeping you yeah. like, on your toes for it. Yeah, that scene pays off especially because you already know how these aliens work. And yeah, what respond to, yeah. but then yeah, exactly. So we, yeah, like you, that we, the audience, are already knowing that these people shouldn't be trying to phone people or whispering mm. in any way. So we already know what's it like in store for them if they sort of make any noise. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, when, like when that guy's like praying or whatever, I was just sat I just shut up. Idiot. I was like, idiot. I think my one criticism with it is it's not really a criticism, but it's, a, it's it's rated a fifteen, and I would like describe it came up with like gore. At the beginning, like you know, injury detail, Very and there was brief, none of yeah. there was none of there was none of that in this one. The first one had a bit more, but I don't know. I feel like if you're going for that sort of, not that I just love that sort of stuff, but I felt like it would have made everything feel a bit more, um, like a, a bit more like they would the aliens would have seemed a bit more menacing if you, yeah. if you really saw what what they were capable of. Yeah. Um. What I really loved about um this was it wasn't just, you know, a sequel in that it's, you know, it's that world, but it's a whole different story. It very, it very much felt like a continuation of the same, yeah, that's the same story. And then a part. Well, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I was worried it was just going to be a quiet place again, but it, it, you know, it evolves and we move through the world and we see what's happened with all these, you know, these different groups. Cause in the first film, it was very much just the family. Um, and I, I really hope there's a part three. I hope it. Yeah. I hope it happens. Yeah, I think there soon. will be. The there end. Is, yeah. The end. In the end into this, I won't. I won't spoil it. But there was some just the way it built to to this conclusion, and well, not even yeah. Um, but the symmetry of it, I thought was just beautiful, yeah. and I genuinely shed a tear. I was like, oh, oh that was fantastic. <laughs> I yeah. really loved this, and I, I can't wait to watch it again. And I'm surprised I haven't so far. Yeah, another great thing they did, I thought they did is the I won't spoil it, but obviously the handling of uh, Celia Murphy's character. Mm. Like usually in these sort of films, you expect one thing from these sort of people, but they yeah. completely go the opposite way with it, and I just it was sort of refreshing and nice to see, I guess. Yeah, and it, yeah. it, it the, the the idea of these movies isn't like oh look at look at these aliens, look how scary they are. It's making you care and get invested in this family. And that's why that's where the horror comes from, because you genuinely care about what happens to them. And I think they do such an excellent job of uh, really building up these characters, especially in this one, from where yeah, they were in yeah. the first to how they end up in this. I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, I, I thought it was like an interesting angle to like, I, I feel like after that film that they made the daughter very much like the main, the main character. character. Yeah. Whereas... Obviously, John Krasinski and Emily Blum were basically the main characters in the first one. And I was like, oh, they're probably just going to go, we're going to get loads of Emily Blunt, and the kids are going to be just like side pieces to that. Yeah. But like, I love how they put, like, I thought it was just an interesting angle to go to put this, like, the deaf character is your main, like, focal point of the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've not really talked about Emily Blunt. I'll just mention her quickly. Uh, yeah, again, just proving just how talented she is. The, one of the best, I think. She can really just do anything. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she. Yeah. She's so good, and you just Tough feel the hates, fear through her. She, she hates 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 the Fantastic Four now. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I probably would as well. <laughs> yeah. John Krasinski's John. like, shut up! I want to be Mister Fantastic. Yeah. Really well, she, she, Fantastic. Well, she was gonna be, she was gonna be Black Widow, Black wasn't Widow, she? Yeah. But she turned it down for Gulliver's Travels. Oh well, no, but she was, was, she was contracted to oh, do oh, Gulliver's Travels. She wanted to do Black Widow. Yeah, fair enough. I was thinking you had to pick one or the other, and she's like, I think Gulliver is going to be that will be that's my Oscar, the GCU. Right, I doubt in this. <laughs> yeah, uh, rate this. I'm gonna. I'll give this a. Ooh, I'll get. I'll give it a four point five out of five stars. I thought this was really something, really something quite spectacular. And um, yeah, I can't wait to watch it again, Calvin. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four out of five stars. Nice, Jack. Yeah, I'm gonna give it four stars purely based on the fact that I always think it's hard when doing a sequel to top the first movie. And I think in this one, they have done that, especially when the first movie was so good in the first place. Yeah, they did a really good job. Right, <clears throat> Jack, we watched Nobody the other night. Yeah, we did. What did you think about that? Um, it's absolutely just, just fucking ridiculous, wasn't it? Yeah. It was, it's basically, uh, it's like John Wick meets, like, like if, if Liam Neeson was doing John Wick, like John Wick and Taken, kind of. John Wick it's if he just, was old. <laughs> yeah, John Kinda Wick. Reeves is old anyways. But, <laughs> yeah. you know. I know, but he, I know, but he, yeah. Um, He's a vampire. It's just one of those things where like, I wasn't really in it for the story. Like I, I knew it was going to be 90 minutes of Bob Odenkirk just killing people. <laughs> and that's what I got. The story is ugh, like whatever you want. Like essentially... What bothered me was it was too like I I know it's the same writer as John Wick, so I oh, expected yeah. similarities. Yeah, Derek Colstad, I think. Um, okay. he did some of Falcon and Winter Soldier as well, but um, it was too much like John Wick. I yeah. I expected I expected like similar action and that maybe you know a similar tone, but like plot plot beats and stuff and it just I was like I've seen this all before. The way yeah. they the way they went with it, like you know, he's not, you know, he wasn't a nobody, was he? And that's I didn't like yeah. the way they really went with that. <laughs> the action was yeah. fucking great though. That bus scene is fantastic. Yeah, that bus scene was really good, and I like how it starts off. Like you, you're kind of just watching it, like oh, he's gonna fucking die. <laughs> he's, he's not gonna win. <laughs> he's gonna get himself <laughs> killed. Yeah, he's gonna die. But basically, I, what I didn't like about the story is kind of like obviously like. The first part, there's like a home invasion in his house and he essentially gets emasculated in front of his son. Yeah. And then he decides, no, fuck this. I'm going to go, I'm going to find him. I'm going to kill him. And then he doesn't kill them. And then he just fights a bunch of people on a bus. And then, and then, it, then it just took the John Wick route of, oh, he's beat up the wrong guy's son. And yeah. Then, um, I was like, I was, oh, I'm, I'm kind of bored with the... I've yeah, it was, his, too many it was times. his brother, wasn't it? But the guy he beat up brother, was yeah. like 20. <laughs> and then the, 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 the brother guy, the was, like was like in his 60s. 60s. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Uh, what are you gonna um, rate this? Uh, oh god, I'm probably gonna give it a two and a half stars. It's it's very watchable. It was entertaining. I you know you don't. I I wasn't going into it being like this is gonna really stimulate my mind. Like I'm gonna be really engaged. I just want to yeah. see an old man fuck up some people, and that's what I got. Yeah. Um. I'll go. I'll go with three. It, it's short. It's it's you know it's quick. The action was really good, but yeah, the story just let me down. So three out of five. Um. Right. These next two, I'll just blast through because nobody else saw these. Uh. So Conjuring three, 
Um, it was it was a fine. Uh, I mean, I, d- I don't know if they're ending the trilogy there, um, but it yeah, it was pretty good. It's probably got the best actual plot and villain of all three movies. Uh, but you can really tell that James Wan isn't there behind the camera doing all these James Wan camera trickery. Um, but I'd give that, that was, it was a fine movie. It was scare, scary. It was fun. So three and a half out of five for that. And then Cruella. Did, uh, was anyone, did anyone want to watch Cruella? Can uh, I say that I right? don't know. It's just like, well, I will it watch it, but my, it's just so long. It was it's one of two mentions. hours and 15 minutes. It was one of the honourable mentions in my most anticipated film of the year. Um, I feel oh, like was it? You haven't seen was, it. Oh, I haven't me. seen it yet. I, don't feel, like, I it? feel like I want to because I heard something about it the other day. And it's not really a spoiler, so I can mention it. But doesn't she like fully believe that Dalmatians murdered her parents? What? Isn't that, mean, like a, isn't that like well, a thing? No, it's not a spoiler. It's right at the beginning of the movie. Uh, a Dalmatian, well, a pack of Dalmatians do like kick her mother off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. If there's going to That's it. Was it like a, mal- a malicious kicking, or was it like accidental? <laughs> it was motivated. I'll say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it then. When you say ha- how many Dalmatians? Three. Like, not one hundred and one. Uh-huh. Um, I was going to say, is it like the prequels? It was like ninety-nine, hundred Dalmatians. <laughs> one hundred Dalmatians boot a mar off a cliff. Um, right, yeah, it's it's too much like Joker for one. They took they took too I much inspiration Joker's from parents that being booted off a cliff by fucking dogs. <laughs> no, that was, no, you must have walked in late. Um, yeah, too much like Joker. They just took too much inspiration from it. Like there's a there's plot points that are just too similar to what happened in Joker, and they like they delivered with no weight. All these twists are just given to you, and I'm like, it, what did that actually just happen? It just no. No weight to anything. Emma Stone's really good. Emma Thompson's really good. Um, but yeah, it man. seemed like they're like stuff like the Dalmatians were just put in there to make it a prequel, and it didn't need to be. This movie didn't Without need to be made. In this film, I feel like this film is a film that's made for people whose entire personality is that they really like the Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> You know those, what are you going to say? No, no, you know, no, no, no. Kind of, you know those kind of people who like thought, like Nightmare Before Christmas too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a fair few of those people. Like, two or three. <laughs> I say that one of my good mates is literally that person, and I know he's going to love this film. They're the same people who are also like horse girls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apologies, if any horse girls want to listen. Like, 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 in their, in their, if, like, any, in their, if any horse girls are watching, your people this podcast, too. In like if any horse their, girls are listening, please move along. On like all of their profile and their bios, they have like, I'm a Hufflepuff. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, You've so. Now, before we move on, before we move on from this, um, yeah. Reese, did you actually put this as one of your, like, it wasn't in the top 10. It was one of my, like, just outside. Did we, did we give you shit for it? I think you did, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> right, I think I deserved it for that. I, I was just like, I was basing it on, on just yeah. Emma Stone, wasn't it? But I feel like she's not prob- probably okay. going to have to carry well, it. I just, want, I just want to know, because if we hadn't, I was going to give you some after this was over. But that's, that's fine. <laughs> as long as I know that shit was given to you for it, that's, that's weak. Yeah, no, it wasn't top 10. It was okay. just that's, that's Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, 
yeah, this gets a this gets a two out of five. Like, uh, the, yeah, the performances were good, but this didn't need to be made. I mean, no movie needs to be made, but like, fuck did, this movie. When uh, when she got booted off the cliff, did people yeah. laugh? I definitely did. For sure. I, like, that is something that I think that people would fucking have. I'd be in absolute bits. I'm going to go watch this now. You've made me want to go <laughs> watch it. Just walk in at the beginning and yeah, that's all you need to see. Yeah, I will, definitely. Um, so who has seen Raya and the Last Dragon? I have. You have. Is it? Yeah, it's just us two? Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. All right, go off, Calvin. Uh, yeah, I thought I actually really enjoyed this. I don't think it's one of like, this is this is just Disney, isn't it? It's not Pixar or anything. It's just Disney, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's one of the... I feel like it might fall under the radar a bit, probably just because it, like it didn't get like a big cinema release here. Yeah, I don't think uh, that's the movie's fault. It's just yeah, the, but I, yeah, I still think it's, I still think it's one of the sort of like I don't think it's one of the best Disney films. I really like what they did with it. Um, the animation was really good, but it felt a bit too samey. I thought they could have given it a bit more of its own personality because it yeah, felt yeah. like every other one. It did just like uh, look I think, like Moana. Yeah, Pixar yeah. are usually a lot better at sort of doing that sort of stuff yeah um but other than that i really enjoyed uh that it was just like sheep like this character was like a like a proper warrior Mm. she wasn't like you know typical like well recently we haven't been getting like typical princesses but they're still like almost princesses Mm -hmm. but raya in this is just a straight up warrior um i did like the sort of I really enjoyed the setting of it. It really felt like some sort of high fantasy thing because yeah, this this is set in its own sort of world. I think they did a great job, but uh, it reminded me of like you know like Avatar: The Last Airbender, the way they sort of introduced the world with that. You got like these little mm. like different nations. Yeah, that was really cool. Different all different parts of the dragon. Mm. Um, I re- I thought the best part of this was the the actual like one on one of action scenes. Mm, like, like especially yeah. especially the sort of end fight i thought that was it felt it was so well shot and yeah. sort of choreographed uh it just looked amazing like when they sort of like did shots where they sort of like you know do wide shots of them like standing off like they this is reminding me of like you know like with kylo ren and luke standoff in the last jedi yeah yeah i th- 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 there's so many great moments like that in it um yeah, I liked all the characters. I just feel that maybe this song, maybe this lacked uh, having songs, like a couple. I think that's what people find so memorable yeah. about these Disney classics. Are the you know, that didn't songs. even yeah that didn't even occur to me during yeah, the movie. I didn't mind that it not, wasn't a musical. The, the, yeah, the score was great. Yeah, yeah. Really I think nice. it was James New, James Newton Howard who always yeah. does great scores. Uh, but yeah, I th- maybe people would have flocked to see it more if it did have songs because it, it, I feel like that appeals to more people and it's what people are used to from Disney but I feel like this is a a great sort of stepping off point to do sort of more uh, action-led Disney films with that which sort of introduced their sort of own world and lore and stuff yeah uh rated out of five uh, I give it a 3.5 out of five sweet um I'll go with a four out of five I thought it was really beautiful to look at I'm just happy for Kelly Marie Tran. After she got absolutely shafted by Star Wars. Well, by Disney again. Well, yeah, but... but they've, they've sorted her out this time. Yeah, good for her leading, leading her own Disney movie. Good for her. Um, I like the little motley crew of characters we had. They were really oh, yeah, fun. I thought they were the they ship, had a good the dynamic. Sh- 
the ship captain was by far the best. Yeah, I loved him. He was great. <laughs> um, yeah, like you said, I really like the world that they set up on all these different uh, um, factions. What were they called? Yeah. 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 Um, it, you know, yeah, it's a very standard Disney plot. You you know, it was in quite similar to Moana, really. Of, you know, yeah. return like getting this gem and returning it to bring peace to bring peace to the land. Uh, yeah, really good movie. Really enjoyed it. And that's all I have to say about Ryan the last. Was that the one with um? Was that the one with Aquafina? She in it? She yeah, she's yeah. really good. Yeah, really good. Um, right, Loki. Premiere episode. Let's all get involved again. Oh. Reese, what did you think of the first episode of Loki? I thought whenever I see a first episode of something, I never try and go into it with too much because I'm always like, it's mainly there to set up. Yeah. But you know what? I think it was. I think it was a really good first episode. Mm. It set up this kind of new thing that we'd never seen before. Like we never even like Marvel loved to kind of drop in like hints at things, but they, I don't think they've ever really mentioned this before. No, no, never. So like, I think. The way they set that up was really good. I think, obviously, Tom Hiddleston is just brilliant. Yeah, like, it's mad th- that we got more screen time from him in this first episode than we probably have in any of the movies. Yeah, I did have a few issues with it. Like, I think they explained the way, you know, like the Avengers never being pulled in as, you know, when being like, oh, yeah, that was supposed, supposed to happen. happen. It's like, okay. And then I think, like, where they were showing him all the clips. Yeah. I feel like that was a really cheap way of getting him to the point of where he was hmm, by end yeah. game. Like, it was interesting, got, though. We've only got six like, episodes, so haven't we? Yeah, so yeah, like, I know, yeah. Like, obviously, I knew they didn't have time, but I thought like maybe he wouldn't get all the way to where he was. Like he'd still be that, you know, a bit of a bastard. I like how the, the, the you know we're getting a different Loki than we've got because yeah, the, yeah. the, the Loki in the movies went, you know, he had his arc. But this Loki will go on a whole, you know, completely different journey. I like, I like the concept of it, you know. Yeah. All the timelines and the branching timelines and that, and I think it's they've set up a really interesting story, and I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, I think what because with One Division and Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, with you know, we are in a world that we understand and we already have a grasp of, but with Loki, you are setting up like a, a completely, and it's like a massive. This have this has massive implications for the rest of the MCU, like the TVA and the Timekeepers and all that. So to actually just establish that in episode one and have me just completely get it and like, right, yeah, this is where we are now. I get what they're doing, and this is this is going to be the you know the idea of the show. I think they did such a good job, and stuff like you know the production design and the cinematography was just I thought quite outstanding, and it just made this world feel so fresh to what we've had before, even though it is, you know, very retro and um, like a throwback. And it seemed like, a, you know, like a 70s t- style um, office setting. Yeah, have you and seen, it does anyone, feel very new. Has anyone here seen, maybe not, but um, Brazil by Terry Gilliam? I've never watched it, but yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that, this sort of, um, like a sort of bureaucratic. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Uh, sort of company in that and it, it all the technology sort of feels the same i wonder if that was any like sort of yeah i felt like it was influenced by that and stuff like 1984 that really like bureaucratic mm. like yeah sort of big conglomerate that owns everything yeah um 
what do we think of the whole sort of like timekeeper uh, palaver? Like, I, I, think... I I've just got a feeling it's going to be a big conspiracy. Yeah, and, you know, maybe not the TVA, but the timekeepers are definitely, I think, going to be the, yeah. the bad guys. I think maybe they probably like to to get this one timeline. They wanted like have everything in their control. So when they had like this war in the past, they did some, yeah, not some some I, uh, dodgy stuff. I think I thought I I can't remember if I talked to you about it the other day, but I I saw a theory that because they, I mean, they set up in this episode that time is you know it's happening, you know, the future is happening time, now, yeah. the past is happening now. All at the same time that this time this like multiverse war that has happened in the past might be what we're actually just working forward to because obviously yeah. we are getting multiverse of madness and spider-man 3 will you know that's going to be multiverse and stuff so yeah it would make sense that, that it was just a, it was just a natural thing to happen with the timeline like the sort of idea that like time is cyclical and yeah. like It'll, it'll, there'll be like a war, then there'll be like peace, or mm. what you know, what they and think happen is peace. Again. Then there'll be another one, and then it'll happen again. Yeah, and it's just a thing that just keeps happening. Because as we, yeah, we learned with Endgame, like you know, you you go into a different timeline, you change one thing, you know, especially like taking out a stone, and then it it throws the whole thing off. So maybe you know, maybe it's just destined to happen over and over again. And yeah. um, I think, you know, the, the next sort of Infinity War Endgame type event will be, yeah, it'll happen in 10 years and it will be like a multiverse war type thing, which I can't wait for. Jack? Um, I mean, yeah, I think you know what I'm going to say. I thought it was fucking sick, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for the day where we have a Marvel thing to review. Yeah. He's like, I didn't, you know what? I didn't care for it. Uh, he's totally <laughs> and utterly bought into the yeah, entire yeah, franchise. You no matter Disney what they shill. do, they could t- like, Kevin Feige could come and take a shit on his doorstep and he thank him for it. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, is this... That shit I, was so I, set up. Yeah. There's hints to that shit seven well, years if, ago. If he did it, I'd literally be like, well, this is obviously going to tie into something that I'm going to be in. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, yeah, this, am, I, am I Mr. Fantastic? Am I reading? Yeah. <laughs> this is this is not your mere inconsequential shit at a door. This is the shit that will define my life. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is. I think I said in one of the other ones. This is the one I was the most excited for, most anticipated. Yeah. Um, and. I mean, so far, I think like 90% of this episode is stuff that we've seen in the trailers. Yeah, like, yeah, I like think all the trailer stuff all is it, mainly. Which is quite good because now I've, I've got absolutely no idea <clears throat> what to expect. I thought I really liked um, Owen Wilson's like character, almost like giving him, like, giving Loki like a verbal, like, dressing down of just being like essentially you do what you do because that's the way you're supposed to do it. That's not... who you are in this story. Yeah, right? you're yeah. not making your own decisions. Like, it's written, basically, it's like, what you're doing is written down and you're doing... So what... meta. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is um, written down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just liked, like, kind of his, like, his, re- his like, realisation that he is, like, in, in terms of this, like, universe that he's discovered, he is just... He's the he's villain. Yeah, and he's like so, he's nothing, so basically yeah, he's so small. <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's um, when he, he he opens up the um that the cart 
and just sees the plethora of infinity stones. And yeah. to us as well, because we've just gone through this 10-year 10 10 year journey all about Infinity yeah. Stones and how just important it, they yeah. are. And then just we just head. see it's them bullshit all. Then. <laughs> yeah, I, well, yeah it, was, yeah, it was set up in Endgame, wasn't it? You take a stone out of that timeline and it's pretty, you know, that's, you know, not really important anymore. It's not effective yeah, it's out of, yeah. yeah. Um, Good paperweights. Yeah, uh, but then that's, yeah, it just hits Loki's like, is, and he's, he says, like, is this the greatest power in the universe? Yeah. And um, I can never remember the actor's name, but um, who played Casey? It's like Eugene, Eugene something. So funny. I'm going to like gut you like a fish, Casey. Oh, yeah. What's a fish? <laughs> <laughs> What's a fish? He says he's going to gut me with a fish. <laughs> uh, I, I think my favourite part of the whole thing was just his, like him navigating like the bureaucracy yeah like when he's like in that queue and like the guy in front of him doesn't take a ticket and he's oh, using yeah. it like wiped oh, out time he instantly he's like he they call it, his pockets they call it pruning yeah for a second like, like just yeah. deleted for a second yeah. i thought i thought it was a, i thought he was another loki like a really shit one <laughs> from a different <laughs> <laughs> I just, oh yeah I, so um the whole thing is you know you go you come out of your timeline you're now a variant which I thought mm. that I was like, I, I, I like that. And that's of the, I, all this whole variant thing I can see popping up again in Spider Man and stuff but like how that. How strict are they with that? Because, like, in the like little video they do, you know, when, what is it, Miss Time or something is explaining it. Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. Like, and she's like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't far off, was I? <laughs> you got the Ms. general Time. idea. The she concept, was a clock. So. Well, um, my bar. And like, time. If you're if you're late for work, you know you throw off the timeline. So do they pull you into this place if you're late for work? What? In the thing she says, if you if like she says that time can no that, that I don't think every person who's late for work. <laughs> but he, but <laughs> he said it. No, they said it, it says if you, it could pull you off the timeline, and if it does, they're going to. Could pick you imagine you up. that if you you know yeah, be you're a bit late getting up what... three to clock in, and then they just pull you into this place and that's what happened to me that's what happened to me yesterday when i, I was a minute late <laughs> i forgot to tell anyone <laughs> picked up by a timekeeper yeah i got picked what up are you doing shots straight away <laughs> they probably they probably wipe people's memory i imagine well i, bet, I think that's what there. that whole reset thing is yeah yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. anyone in that vicinity just did... <laughs> yeah Mine what i what i'm really looking forward to the setup is the general like the whole plot like the main plot thread that they've obviously said that's going to happen, like him investigating himself for like a murder investigation. Theory, yeah. I really want to see him in like a big, long, like a classic, like film noir inspectors sort of like private eye outfit. I really want right. to see him in like a like a long coat. <laughs> I don't want to see him in any of his like uh uh like Asgardian clothes anymore. I want to see him in. Just, I don't. Like, I think he's gonna. He he gets his own TVA. Yeah, 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 but I want to, I want to see him with like a cool hat on and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 smoking. Yeah, lighting, yeah. lighting match, lighting matches on people's clothes to intimidate them. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, revealed at the end of the episode um, that did did anyone else know this going in that no, the villain was just going to be another? All oh, right. Um, no, but what the only thing that annoyed me a little bit about it is because in a tr- we like. 
Marvel just show too much and part of like the fandom end up showing too much like you know when piece people it all get together, casted yeah, and you yeah. can piece it all together because now we obviously know in the trailer that we might have seen a female Loki so now Lady we Loki, sort of know yeah. as soon as we see her that that's going to be the person he's after and so mm. for, some, for some I might try and it's so hard to try and stay blind with Marvel because it's like the biggest franchise in the world right now. And I, I don't know. I feel like when they had, make all these announcements, like they're going to have a cameo or they, they've cast they, they've cast like this person. I just want like yeah. a bit of a surprise. Yeah. I remember Speaking in... of like, you know, theories oh, and all that and like yeah. fans. Do you know at the start when they speak to that little boy and they're like, who did this? And he looks at like the thing of the devil. Yeah. The girlfriend yeah. turned to me and went, oh. Mephisto's a devil, isn't he? I, went, I, I like how yeah, I so sorry they've, <laughs> they've come straight out as Kate Heron, the uh, the director, has come straight out and be like, no, it, it's Loki. The yeah, devil means Loki. You not know, there's people everywhere again. that were like, oh, it's Mephisto. I was like, no. They, it's they not. saw what went wrong with Paul Bettany on One Division. Hyping everyone mm. up and like, no, don't, don't do that again. Don't do that Reece, again. Reece, I, don't, I don't want to alarm you, but I think in the TVA on someone's desk, there was a pack of cards. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that would throw me off. Remy I was watching, LeBeau. I, was watching, like, I, I was thought I was missing like, something. Then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. There's no, no cards. Start, I was like, what's he talking about cards? Yeah, you can just hear you. You can just see a pack of cards in the background. Just hear a man going, "Oh, <laughs> oh what let me what I was sort of disappointed about with this episode because I the whole DB Cooper thing that was such a big deal in the in the trailer I thought that was gonna you know stuff like that was gonna factor into the plot of him going through time oh, and yeah. having, he him actually turning out to be these people um but in you know it was a, to do with the plot of of Loki but no it was just a a fun little fun little flashback to a a, a, a Betty lost with Thor which um why why did he what what i, I want to know what the yeah, bet what, was i want to know yeah, what the bet so was because you, why do asgard asgardians need all that all that cash yeah surely they yeah. don't take dollars in asgard well I'm, and if I'm they did like, they're royalty anyway i don't i don't know if it was about like, the money if just nah, funny. Not, yeah <laughs> yeah but then thor being like oh if you lose this then you have to hijack you have to basically commit terrorism. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. old, I think old Thor used to be like a bit uh, yeah, of a bastard. A bit of a, yeah. Yeah. yeah, like 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 he is in like the actual Although, like, mythology sort of one, thing. One bit I picked up on. Uh, I, I've watched I've watched this episode three times. I, I really like it. <laughs> uh, one thing I did pick up on in that scene, Loki's like, "I was young and I lost a bet to Thor." I'm like, "Well, you can't have been that young because like Thor's fifteen hundred years old." Yeah. So yeah, and this was like one hundred and fifty. Well, yeah, yeah, they must be at least as old as the Vikings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we, don't know, we don't know how they measure age, though. We don't know what young is. Right, Calvin, okay. out of out of five. Um, I'm going to give it a four out of five stars. I will also give it a four out of five stars. Jack? Oh, you guys always do this to me, because I was thinking of giving it three and a half. And now I feel, but I feel like I liked it more than Calvin. So now I'm just, I don't know where where to go anymore. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to give it a four. But... <laughs> you know, you're not, you're not in my head. Yeah, no, I, you I, know, I Calvin know. might have loved this. Isn't it? Well, yeah, I, four. Yeah. <laughs> four. <laughs> Reason. <laughs> four. Hey! 
Well done. That's easy. Loki gets a four. A, a four, Jack? Six, Are you all right with that? 16 out of 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, yeah. 87.2 out of 12. Did you do fair? <laughs> 87.2. <laughs> I did the maths, all right. It converts. All right, I believe it's a certified sick. Four out of five. Eight, I can't even remember what the fuck I said now. <laughs> Patrick Schick. What? Give it a four. Let's wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've, lost, we've lost our heads. Hear the outro. What's a Patrick Schick? He plays for Czech Republic. Are we doing... Am I doing the outro? All <laughs> oh, right. Am I doing the outro in the episode now? Uh, I, yeah, fuck it. We'll I see you know. all again next week where we'll chat some more shit. Maybe some more Loki. Um, what movies are out next week? Who knows? Yeah, maybe maybe Riesel would have watched some of them. <laughs> yeah. You watched yeah. like one more than I did. What a I fucking two more. shift in Reese. All, all you did was watch Army of the Dead, which we said we watched a month ago. We <laughs> haven't watched anything since. <laughs> you got a month. One. Listen, I've been really busy at work, guys. Yeah. yeah you sound it. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at Keeping It Real UK. From there, you can find all our links to all our streaming platforms. Please like, rate, and subscribe wherever you can. And we'll see you next week. Bye.